Health Puzzle Made Simple. I'm your host Prajakta and this podcast will help you uncover the root causes to your gut issues, help you heal and nurture your gut through the healing power of nutrition and healthy lifestyle modifications. I will be sharing quick and easy tips that you can implement right away to solve your gut health puzzle. Hey, welcome back to another episode. I'm a registered dietitian, founder and CEO of Right Nutrition Works, and I'm so glad you have joined me today. Celiac disease is a genetically based autoimmune disease. If you have it, you cannot eat a type of protein called gluten that is found in grains called wheat, barley and rye. If you eat gluten, the protein in these grains trigger an immune system response that causes damage to the lining of small intestine. The lining of the small intestine contains finger-like projections called villi that help digest food and absorb nutrients. In untreated and undiagnosed celiac disease, the villi become shortened and even completely flattened sometimes which prevents food from being properly absorbed. Malabsorption of food may result in a variety of GI symptoms such as gas, diarrhea, bloating, and stomach pain. If you have non-celiac gluten sensitivity, a non-celiac gluten sensitivity is not considered an autoimmune condition like celiac disease. But eating gluten may result in some of the same symptoms that are experienced by a person with celiac disease. Whether you have a diagnosis of celiac disease or you are dealing with non-celiac gluten sensitivity, you need to be on a gluten-free diet. Following gluten-free diet may seem overwhelming and confusing especially if you are new to this. In this episode, I am going to answer the most common questions I get from my clients all the time. And these questions are particularly related to reading food labels. I am sure after listening to this episode, you will be more confident in your grocery shopping and eating out as you will exactly know what to shop and what choices to make when you go out to eat. Gluten is found in grains like all varieties of wheat, barley, rye, kamut, spelt, and anything that is made from these grains. Although oats themselves do not contain gluten, they must not be eaten unless they are labeled as gluten-free. Oats without label may contain small amounts of wheat picked up from the fields where they were grown or in the manufacturing plant where they were processed. But gluten-free doesn't mean grain-free. When you eat gluten-free, you have a wide variety of gluten trace grains to choose from such as rice, wheat, white rice, brown rice, wild rice, corn, gluten-free oats, millet, and amaranth. There are some other grains like sorghum, quinoa, and buckwheat. These gluten-free grains are also rich in fiber, 
iron and variety of B vitamins. Let's get into the common questions that I get from my clients all the time. I get questions about the products that are labeled gluten-free and about the proposed definition of gluten-free for labeling purposes. So the question I get most common is do all foods that happen to be gluten-free need to have a gluten-free label? The answer to this question is no. The labeling of food product as gluten-free is voluntary. If food doesn't carry a gluten-free label, it doesn't mean the food contains gluten. In fact, foods that are inherently gluten-free, such as honey, cannot include gluten-free claim on the food label unless it is made clear that all honey is gluten-free. For example, the label could say, all honey is gluten-free. The second question I get is, what does 20 parts per million of gluten mean? This is a proportional measure of how many milligrams of gluten are in a kilogram of food. There are 1 million milligrams in a kilogram, so 20 parts per million of gluten means that 20 milligram out of 1 million milligram of food contain gluten. Question number three, is 20 parts per million of gluten a safe amount? Now, although it is the best to strive to consume as little gluten as possible, 20 parts per million is considered a very small amount. Next question I hear all the time is, if the food is labeled gluten-free, does this apply to gluten that may be in a product due to cross-contamination? The answer is yes. If a food is labeled gluten-free, the product contains less than 20 parts per million of gluten regardless of whether the gluten is found in the ingredients or is in the food unintentionally through cross-contamination. For example, if you pick up a container of oatmeal that lists only one ingredient as rolled oats, if the product is labeled gluten-free, you know for sure that this particular brand of oats contain less than 20 parts per million of gluten from cross-contamination. But if you pick up another container of oats that is not labeled gluten-free, you have no way of knowing how much of a cross-contamination has, has occurred in this product. Next question is, must all ingredients used in a food product that is labeled gluten-free contain less than 20 parts per million of gluten? The answer is no. The less than 20 parts per million of gluten threshold refers to the finished food product and not to the individual ingredients in that product. Next question is, can all oats carry a gluten-free label? The answer is no. Although oats are considered naturally gluten-free, they are frequently contaminated with wheat, barley or rye 
and for this reason oats may be labeled gluten free if they contain less than 20 parts per million of gluten. Unlike uh, for other naturally gluten free foods, however, packages of oats cannot state on their label that all oats are gluten free. The next question I hear all the time is why doesn't gluten free mean zero gluten? It is currently really impossible to test a food down to zero gluten so a zero gluten level would be unenforceable. Also manufacturers would be unlikely to guarantee that their products contain zero gluten because even in the most controlled environment the possibility of some contamination exists as a food makes its way from the field where it is grown to the plant where it is processed. The next question is should I be concerned about caramel color in foods while on a gluten-free diet? In uh, both like FDA and USDA regulated products, caramel may be made from malt. You probably shouldn't worry too much about this ingredient as it probably won't contain much of a gluten because it is a highly processed product. The next question is, how about ingredients that may contain barley? A few ingredients such as brown rice syrup and smoke flavoring may occasionally contain barley protein. Some brown rice syrups may use a form of barley such as barley enzymes during processing. It is not 100% clear whether these enzymes might contain small amounts of barley gluten. If you are concerned about this ingredient, please choose only rice syrups and products containing rice syrups that are labeled gluten-free. Now the bottom line on reading food labels is look primarily for wheat, barley, rye and oats unless oats are labeled as gluten-free. Also look for the words such as malt dextrin and modified food starch unless a gluten-free source is specified. Familiarize yourself with words that mean wheat if they are used on the label such as durum flour, enriched flour, farina, gram flour, semolina and white flour. I hope you enjoyed the information that I shared with you in this episode today. As you know that this podcast is all about solving your gut health puzzle. If you want to improve your gut health, but if you are unsure about how to start with your gut healing journey, I have a great resource for you which is absolutely free. I have created a free guide called Fix Your Gut that you can download. This guide provides you a step-by-step framework on how to start your gut healing journey on the right track. Go to rightnutritionworks.com forward slash 
fix your gut free guide. Once again, go to rightnutritionworks.com forward slash fix your gut forward slash free guide. I'm going to list this resource in my notes section as well. Download your free copy today and start your gut healing journey on a right track. All right, my friend, have a wonderful day and I will see you again next week. Bye for now.